Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Wow, it's actually a little warm in here today. Gee, wow. Coach, good job, guys. All right. Hey, uh, if you have your Bible today, I want you to turn to... First Peter in chapter 4, and we're going to continue this series on dealing with adversity and pain and difficulty in life, and this is actually part two on, on how do you keep walking when adversity happens in life. Let's pray. Father, we are so grateful today that we always have hope in you. Lord, we're thankful that you have through your word, your spirit has given us purpose and hope and meaning in the midst of what so many people go through here in life as we began last week this series. And, and um, Lord, we don't know what a week happens or what news people will hear this year. But Jesus, we always have hope. We praise you. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 4 uh, and verse 12 in just a second here. I'm trying to get my eyes adjusted. Okay. Anyways, hey, I just want to share, uh, probably many of you are asking, but I just want to thank all of you uh, for the prayers this week. Uh, as maybe you know, my kind of unexpected that my brother went home to be with the good Lord uh, this week. And... Sometimes things happen faster than they do. He was just here in service just three weeks ago. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, we don't get things all figured out in life and things can be confusing and touch more about this in a little bit. But, you know, as hard as it is, it's okay. I feel for my, for my nephews and, and the family. And, uh, but... You know, you just can't figure things out sometimes. And when you can't, you just pull back and you look to God's word and you let other people hold you up and you know that you're going to see him again someday. And that's the hope that we have. What, what, what the Lord gives us, you know, I love this. There's a verse in the Bible that tells us something very important. And that is this, that your spirit bears witness with you and with the Lord. So what does that mean? You know that you're a believer today by the spirit that's within you. You know that you're going to get through whatever you're going to get through by the spirit that is within you. You know that you can face five years from now wondering whether or not you're going to be able to face a day or two, let alone five years. You know that the Holy Spirit is going to be there it's a great passage in Romans. It says, even when you don't know what to pray for, God knows your heart and he hears you and he gets rid of everything else and he knows exactly what you're saying. Well, look at 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 12. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 through 16. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trials 
which is to try you as though some strange thing is happening. What, what is so important about this verse? The most important thing about this verse in your life or my life, something happens, you lose a job, you lose somebody in your family, you're not sure what's happening. What's the most important thing that you don't do? The most important thing that you don't do, you could, and that is to get better. You have a you have a real open, if you will say, it's right there, and the devil wants you to do it. And God is telling you something so important today. Don't think that this is like you're the only one. Don't think there's something strange about this, that this is happening to you as a believer. Do you know the devil's going to come at you, all of you here today, harder than anybody else out in that world? You know, harder than anybody else. Why? Because, hey, you're going to heaven. You're going to heaven. You have hope, man. He doesn't like that. So he's going to come at you and kind of kick at you and all the things the Bible tells us and all the things it can do to pull you down. And there's that openness there. You're going to get bitter? Are, you, are we going to look to the Lord when our kid goes wayward or all these different things that happen in life or a death or a tragedy or your health? What, I don't know what it is today. I don't know who's watching. We get thousands of people watch. I don't know what it is, but I know this. As a believer now, don't think it's strange. Know that this is part of life. Everybody goes through loss of a job or health situation or losing a loved one. We don't like it. It hurts when it happens. But God says, hey, listen, don't think that it's strange. Don't think it's When you and I realize, hey, this is part of the battle. I got to pick that sword up and know, okay, if I'm not ready to yet, then I got to rest. But I got to pick that sword back. How am I going to ever do that again? Well, the very first thing is to know that, hey, when this hits me, and I, whether it's a divorce or a death, and a wham, and all of a sudden that happens, don't think that it's strange. Know what God says, and let's continue, which is to try as though some strange thing has happened to you, but rejoice. Oh, that's, that's you, know, he, you know, here's the funny thing about that. We look at that, man, I thought it was hard enough not to get better, but then I'm supposed to be glad about it? I don't think so. I don't think that's what it's saying there. I think what the Lord's telling us there is a rejoice to this place that you have an underlying peace. That's what it means. And when you have an underlying peace, you say, Lord, I don't understand this situation, but hey, if I stay faithful, you're going to get me through this time in my life. It might be three years, five years, or it might be, might be open-ended. It might be someone that does pass away. But you're, you're going to get me through this. I know you are because your word tells me that you will. And all those things that have happened in the past that you've strengthened me from are coming to me right now. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy if you are reproached for the name of Christ. Blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed. On your part, he is glorified. Let none of you suffer as murderers or thieves or evildoers or as a busybody in other people's matters. Yet if one suffers as Christ, let him not be ashamed, but let him glory in the manner. I'm kind of smiling a little bit because all the different 
people I'm so humbled that have contacted me now, I guess because of the way it happened, being kind of sudden with Chuck going home to be with the Lord, that people are calling me and, and uh, they, they just didn't know. But I got this one response. <laughs> Can I keep it very generic? But they're kind of mad at me and other people because, and I haven't talked to them for 15 years, but they're mad at me and other people because we didn't get in contact. We didn't let them know. I'm thinking, wow, really? Here's the point with that. What I thought about that, and I could go a little deeper with it, but I won't. But when I thought about that, I thought, wow, this person, I have to actually feel sorry for this person because something bad is burning down in their life. Here's what I think it is. They're getting older too. We're all getting older. And when someone passes away, you ever open up the, the death notices, and, you know, and then you see the exact same age you are? It, it just kind of, it, it stuns you a little bit, right? Why? It's reality. Reality is sitting in with that person. I don't know where they are with the Lord, and I'm not going to judge them. I feel sorry for them. But I know this. I know they need to reach out to him. I know that he is the one that's going to help them, not me. But I thought, man, how sad. It's about my brothers. It's about his boys, his kids, his family. It's not about why somebody didn't get a hold of them. But I thought, man, it's so sad Some, where they are, isn't it? That's only your friends and, and people that you know really well. That's the way that they're struggling. It's coming out some other way. And so we have to, in our own life, be thankful. Be so thankful, Lord. This, vi- this life that you tell us is a vapor. All of us here, if that's true, which it is, everybody here, everybody, if our life is a vapor, then why get bitter? Instead of saying, you know what? In five minutes... If my life is a vapor, in five minutes, I'm going to be with my loved one. That's the truth. It it is unbelievable. But you can't grasp where your last five or ten years have gone. But to know that that we rejoice in these things, these sufferings and things, we don't like them, but we can rejoice and say, Lord, you've got a plan here. I don't understand all of it sometimes, but you've got a plan. And and I'm going to do, even though I don't get it, I'm going to let you work it. When you work it, I can look back the next day and the next day and the next day. And I can look back and say, man, Lord, it's still hurting. But you know what? You're here and you're working and I got through another day. And if you can say that, then you're going to get to that vapor part. And you're going to know that, hey, the Lord's coming back or I'm going home. I'm going to see Jesus. I'm going to see my family. And great what it says very last book of the Bible about heaven. No more pain, no more sorrow, no more suffering. See, that's why the world is hurting so much today. They don't hear that enough. They don't hear enough that there is a plan and there's a purpose and there's another way instead of just, I'm always amazed to me, nothing's wrong with being retired. I'm always amazed to me that I read, and used to read in USA Today paper, now it's online, but they have all these things in there. Well, you can have a, you can have a four-hour work week. Okay. 
that guy made a lot of money on that book, a lot of money, whoever wrote that, but there's no such thing as a four-hour work week. What I'm getting at is this. With all these things that we look at, you work that four-hour work, oh, man, I, why was it so popular? Well, I can, I can have fun the rest of the week. Why is it so popular? We say, well, yeah, I want to retire when I'm 52 years old. And they got only, I eat peanut butter sandwiches every day. And, you know, I walk to work, and I do all this. And, okay, and you know what? A guy has a heart attack the day after he retires, and that's it. How many times have you seen that? We have no guarantees. That's why the Lord says, take today. Take today. Tomorrow, we all know what I'm about to say, is the Bible says, which is truth. Tomorrow has enough problems of itself. Take today. The Bible says that the Lord there, and he suffers with us. And you don't have to suffer like those that have done the things that are wrong in this world. You suffer in such a way the Lord hears and he comforts you. He says in his word, which we'll look at another verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. I'm just going to read down through uh, verse 5 here, Jim, if you got that. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 down through for verse 5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies. What, who, God's just the God of a little bit of comfort, some comfort, a lot of comfort. God who comforts us in all. God is the God of all comfort who comforts us in our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, our consolation always abounds through Christ. One of the ways we know is when you get strong again through what you've been through, you're still left here with your story, your story. Everybody's got a different one in here with your story. And God brings people along in your life. There, there's somebody at work with you. There's somebody else. And you know what's amazing to me with the Lord? He'll bring along something and someone what you've been through. Now, let me, let me just pull back for a second. I remember when I was young in ministry. I was 40 some years ago. I was talking to my dad. And he goes, well, you know, son, I, something happened. That's when I ripped my shoulder all apart, I think, sports, you know. And, uh, well, you know, now that you've had that, son, I can hear my dad telling you, you know, you've been through this. I know it's a lot of things. You're paying, everything going through. It's going to rehab. All these things. You can be able to help somebody else that's been through, you know, that, that type of physical pain. I looked at my dad. I said, Dan, you know, but do I have to go through everything to help everybody in ministry? And here's the thing. That's what I want to encourage you today. You don't have to go. You're not going to go through everything. You're going to go through what you go through. It's not everything, but whatever it is, when you get stronger, and you will. As a believer, I guarantee you will if you don't get that bitterness. If you get stronger, you're going to be able to take that hurt in your life, and God is so good that the Bible tells us in the book of Genesis that he will take the evil which has been done to you. Death is the last enemy, by the way. 
He will take the evil which has been done to you and turn it around and flip it to where it actually can turn out to be good. That is amazing to me. The devil's trying to kick you, to knock you, to throw you across this room. He's going to do anything he can to destroy you, your marriage, your family, and everything else. And Jesus says, if you let me fight your battle, I got this. And as I've got this, we're going to make it through. You're going to make it through this. You will make it through because God tells us his strength is made perfect when? Not when you got the most money in the bank, you're feeling strong, everything's going good. God says, my strength will be perfected. In other words, you're going to have exactly what you need to get through in this life. My strength, Jesus said, is made perfect in your weakness. We find out, we find so much about our faith when something happens. It is amazing. And if we're willing and we can somehow have peace and rejoice, the Lord is saying, you know, I know what the devil's trying to do to you. And you have honored me, meaning him, and I'm going to bless you, all of you, for trusting me. See, when, when we look to God's word and how do we keep walking when something happens, it's just that simple little verse in 2 Corinthians. We walk by faith and not by sight. Let me say that again. We walk by faith and not by what we see. I've said it before. It's amazing when, when you're out somewhere and you're, you could be I don't know where there's a lot of people. And all of a sudden, a little, a little kid gets scared. He's by his mom or his dad, okay? And what does he do? He's cool for a while. You know, he's running around, and then all of a sudden, you see that little fear. And what does he do? He, he, he just reaches up for that hand. He doesn't know where they're at. He just knows they're there. And when they reach up, that hand grabs them without a thought. He just reaches up, and it's there. It's a trust factor. When we trust Jesus in our life and with everything, life takes on a whole new meaning. And guess what else it does? It goes faster. Well, what are you getting at, Dallas? What I mean by this is if we are willing to not let those things bother us like they do, and, and we know we have a plan and a purpose, and we're going to use this adversity to our advantage and to kick the dead a little harder when, when he tried to kick us, now it's going to get kicked twice as hard, and we're going to see other people come to heaven from that, and to know that when I'm not sure what's going on, I just reach up to my heavenly Father, and he grabs my hand, and I know that I'm going to get through this. I know that I know. Because my spirit bears with me. We walk by faith, not by sight. Let me close with this verse. It's a great verse. You know, a couple things come to mind with me with my brother. You know, isn't it amazing if you've had this happen to one of your siblings that um, when the Lord takes them, 
and you're working through that grieving process, and a couple days later go by. <laughs> you revert back, right? Go back to when you were a kid. And I'll tell you a few things, but one, I won't take long, but you know, I can remember uh, anywhere I would walk in a house, you know, my brother's five years older than me. So anywhere I'd walk in a house, I'd just walk by, boom, he just knocked me down. Anywhere, he'd throw me, knock me down. I mean, this went on for years. He'd do it for years. <laughs> and uh, so I probably, so I start working out a lot and everything. And, and I'll never forget Tammy, who's in heaven with him now. She grabbed me one day. She goes, Dow, I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. What's that? You know? So now I'm 18 or whatever, wondering at my brother's. One of the five, eight, three. okay, 23. All right, anyway, he's 23 or 24. She goes, now I got to tell you something about your brother. I said, what? He goes, she goes, he came up to me today. He goes, he goes, Tammy, he says, I want to throw Dow down. I, I couldn't do it anymore. I can't throw him down anymore. I said, yes, finally. It only took me 18 years, but finally, after 18 years, I was able to start throwing my brother around. All right, just had to get that out. <laughs> anyway, so... So all of us have these great men, right? You know, but you gotta, you gotta have a that inner, just strength that you can't get any other way. We we have, you know, all those things that we have. But I just take you back, like today with God's word. Hey, man, the Lord's come back soon. We're going to heaven. We're gonna be with our loved ones forever. We gotta keep that focus. The way we keep that focus. As the Lord's honoring you for tuning in today or for you being here today, just all I've done is remind you that my family's just like your family. We all face this. But there's a plan. Man, there's a plan. It is so amazing. It's God's plan forever. And so I close you with this verse. You all know it. In Psalm 24, verses 1 through 6, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, let me read it again. You walk by faith and not by sight. And as God tells us in verse 4, yea, you today, though I walk through, notice what Jesus is telling us, you're going to walk through this. Though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God's word is spirit. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And then what will happen? I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You're not going to plop down and roll over and just stay there. 
because someone so important in your life has passed away or something that you heard on the phone. God says through his power that you will walk through the fire because his hand is directing your path. I'll close with this. You know, one of the last things I remember, a couple of things happened in the hospital. I won't share the other one, but uh, about a night before he went home to be the Lord, it was later in the afternoon. I was up there. You know me. I'm a night person, so a lot of times the boys were there during the day, and I can get in any time of the day or night. And so I was up there late at night and, and uh, back and forth. And so, but one of the afternoons I happened to go late before I went back down, and, and it was later in the afternoon. And, and it was a day, day or so before he, Chuck went home to be with the Lord in, in the hospital with him. And we're all talking, and we're getting ready to leave. And, and I, I, Chuck wasn't able really to talk much anymore. It's the last picture of my, hat, my brother eye to eye with me. And he looks at me. This was it. This was the last communication we had. He looks at me. And he winks, just like a big brother. And he has a little smile. And he closed his eyes. And he, what he was telling me was, little brother, it's okay. And I'm going home. Man, I just want everybody else to experience that. To know that they have hope that I do, that you do. And that hope comes through the underestimated power that we can grab into from heaven and to know one day before we all know it, we're going to be in heaven. How's that happen? It happens because we close with it every week. Thousands of people watch. I don't know who hears or what goes on, but to let people know God's plan. Let's bar heads today for prayer. If you're watching here today and you don't know Jesus is your Savior, I want you to know this. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. Jesus has a plan. It's not about being Baptist. It's not about being Catholic. It's not about being nothing. It's if your heart is just open and you're listening today, which is hundreds and hundreds of people do every week. And I know many of you are praying right here. But just to know, that plan is real. And all Jesus wants you to know that he is a God of all comfort. He, he will do whatever, whatever you can, he will. Father, as we come to you today, Lord, I know that there's somebody watching that they would know who you are by just hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
Jesus, if there's someone here that's watching, that's listening, let them know that it's a prayer for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus, if there's someone here today, let them know all they have to do is pray. Jesus, I don't understand everything, but I believe that you're the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins. And right now, Jesus, even though I don't understand everything, I trust you. I trust you, Jesus, with all my heart. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Jesus, we thank you today. If there's someone here who has been leads us in this closing song, may they come forward and I can show them in your word and they can pray and accept you into their heart. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.